to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I am your host. I talk a lot about the observer and how it helps me in my life to step into the role of the observer. And a few of you actually asked me to clarify the concept of the observer and what it's all about and what it actually means and how you can benefit more from it. So stay tuned to learn about how you can become the observer in your life and can change your life quicker and better. episodes how I actually came about to discover the observership for myself. So I'm not going to talk about that today because I want to focus on you, how you can discover the observership for yourself and how you can actually use it. There are many different ways of how becoming the observer in your life can benefit you. So many things. So I'm going to focus on one of the big benefits and that is bringing true change into your life. Being the observer in my life has made it possible for me to bring so much change into my life and of course change is happening in our lives all the time and there are so many different ways on how we can change but I had a few things in my life that I was just not ever able to change. I tried, but I always ended up again in the end falling back into the old habit or to my previous behavior. So that's why I mean that this is about driving true change. Because until I have learned to become the observer of myself and my life, I can say that I never really truly changed in the way that I can do it now. This is about changing something really big in your life that you might not have been able to change over years and years. And this is about lasting change as well. A way of changing so deeply that you have left the old habit or the old pattern truly behind. So throughout this episode, I will share with you as well a couple of examples, um, how you can apply it and how it changed as well certain things in my life. But let's start with an overview of the observer and what do I actually mean by that? Stepping into the role of the observer in your life means that you are able to distangle yourself from everything that you're usually heavily connected with. And that are your thoughts, your mind, your beliefs, your feelings, your actions, your behaviors, and the experiences and situations that you have in your life. Usually we are fully connected to all of these aspects. We identify with them. We create our personality with them. And therefore we believe that this is what we are and who we are. And that means that you're so deeply connected to all of it that you cannot see what is 
truly happening in certain situations and you don't see sometimes a way out or another possibility. Becoming more observant of all of these things, your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs and so on, means that you can be more objective. I like to call it take a step back. You can suddenly see the bigger picture of this current situation. You start to see other perspectives. You see other possibilities. And you're creating some room between what is happening and who you truly are. You are not just your thoughts. You are not just your beliefs. You are not just your feelings. You are something bigger, something greater. And by becoming the observer of your life and of yourself, you are taking a step closer to who you truly are and a step away from who you usually identify with. Now, that might sound crazy to you and way over your head, and that's fine. Don't worry about it. Even if you don't believe that you're something greater and something bigger than the person that you currently are, you can still benefit from becoming more observant and create a better life for yourself by applying all of what I'm telling you today. So stay with me here. <laughs> I like to call it the observer or stepping into the role of the observer in your life. But there are other descriptions out there that might resonate more with you. For example, Abraham Hicks calls it your source energy. And Byron Katie calls it the compassionate witness. Then we have Martha Beck, who calls it the essential self. And Brooke Castillo calls it the watcher. You can call it whatever you want and whatever resonates with you, whatever works for you. Sometimes I call it my higher self or my true self. Sometimes I call it energy or the universal energy or love. There are so many great descriptions out there, but the observer just works really well for me. And that's what I mainly call it. The position I'm taking in when I step into the observer is kind of a higher self of me. Someone that is very loving, understanding and caring. This role is not judgmental. It does not call something right or wrong. It holds itself very objectively in a very loving and neutral way. For me, it feels like a relief <laughs> to step into the role of the observer as it does not get involved in the emotions of a particular situation, like feeling frustrated or angry, sad, guilty, or feeling some shame. It sees everything from a loving perspective, and it just wants the best for me. So it can take the strong emotions out of a situation when you step back and you step into more of an observer role in your life. And you can look at a bigger perspective to see what this current situation might be able to tell you more. There might be a message in all of this. 
there's maybe something to learn from, uh, something to grow, or maybe even something for you to let go of suddenly. When we're in the middle of these kind of situations where we are in an argument, uh, a disagreement, a fight, or we're upset about somebody, or we're even upset about ourselves, it's really hard to distance ourselves from the emotions and the thoughts that are going on in our head. So it's really hard to see any kind of message, a lesson, or an opportunity to grow or let something go. That's why practicing to be more observant in your life is so helpful. This practice lets you step out of it, take a break and see what else is there that you might not be seeing being in the middle of it all, right? Does that make sense to you? Let me give you an example of where it helped me pretty quickly after I discovered that I can be the observer of myself. I had a colleague in my last job that drove me crazy in meetings. Her way of working, her way of speaking to people in calls triggered me so much and it made me feel upset, frustrated and like we are just not making any progress whatsoever. <laughs> it got so bad that Just by knowing that she's going to be on the call, all of these feelings were already coming up, even before the call. I would dread having these calls where she was on it. And maybe you had a colleague like that before, maybe something sparks inside of you and you resonate with me and this situation. <laughs> anyway... A few weeks after I understood that I can be the observer of my life, I started applying it to this situation. I had kind of a conversation with myself about this trigger and this person. And I said to myself that I just wanted to change. I did not want this to keep happening to me. So before The next call, I said to myself that I would not be triggered by this colleague anymore. It does not matter what she says or doesn't say. I said to myself that I did not want to waste my precious energy on these calls anymore and be upset. It's just not worth it, right? So I observed myself in the previous calls and I realized that I gave my power away. I gave my energy away to the situation that I was in with her and other people and that I wasn't really able before to change. And it cost me, of course, a lot of nerves and it cost me a lot of energy and my good mood on that day as well. So given that I suddenly was able to objectively see what was happening, I was in a place to say no more. And I just decided to change my perspective to that person. I literally said to myself that she does not trigger me anymore, that nothing she says will upset or touch me anymore. And if she speaks harshly to other people on the call, that this is not my business to feel bad about. That's what I told myself before I went into that next call. And it worked. 
While I was in that call, I kept being observant of myself. I stayed more with myself inwards, observant of what was happening inside of me, in my mind, in my heart, in my emotions. And I reminded myself again and again of the pact that I made with myself, the decision that I took. And I did not get angry. I did not get upset. And I just let go of these triggers that would have made me feel upset again in the past. And I got out of the call feeling actually calm and completely normal, like with any other calls that I would get into and out of. So... You can imagine that once I realized that this works so well, I applied this to a lot of things, especially at work. I worked through so many little and bigger triggers that would bring me into a state or a mood that I just did not want to have anymore in my life. And stepping into the observer role in your life gives you the needed distance between you and your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. So you can become aware of them. And if you're aware of them, if you can observe them, you can actually change them if you want to. This is a one big benefit that I want to give you today and, and tell you about today. Because if you can be more observant of yourself, your thoughts, your beliefs, your behaviors, your feelings, and all of these triggers that you have in your life, you are able to actually change them. How fantastic is that? <laughs> so if you have something in your life that you would like to change, let go of, or transform, then try to become more observant of yourself. Most of the times we are focused on other people around us or the environment, maybe the situations we are inside. And in some cases, we even blame other people or circumstances for where we are in, the situation we are finding ourselves in or how we are feeling, instead of looking at ourselves, instead of looking inwards. And I get it. You would love for the other person to stop being so frustrating and just change so they don't trigger you anymore, right? I totally get it. But what is more likely to happen? You changing that other person and not triggering you anymore or you changing something inside of yourself? So this person doesn't trigger you anymore. It is much easier. It costs less energy and is much more beneficial if you can change a thought, a perspective, your attitude, your behavior when it comes to a certain person or a certain situation. And I can tell you it works like magic. What it means is that you take your power and your energy back and you bring it back inside of you so you can actually use it for your own benefit instead of wasting it on someone else or a situation that keeps happening in your life. Waiting for someone else in your life to change or stop doing something costs you a lot of energy. It costs you a lot of nerves you have a lot of ongoing, not so nice feelings, and it might actually never happen. It might happen that they will never change. So how about you 
become the variable of the equation that changes. So something you can change to make you feel more protected, to be more caring about yourself and your energy. Does that sound like something you could do? I'm just giving you here one of the most powerful tools that you can use and implement into your life to drive any kind of change, to let go of old patterns, old behaviors, old habits that you keep having and not liking (laughs) and for you to bring more joy and happiness into your life. It's up to you to use it or not. It's your choice. So let's look at it from another side. So we're really nailing this down today. Remember the last time that you regretted saying something to someone in the heat of the moment or in the middle of like an emotional big wave inside of you, you said something to a friend, your mom, your boss or your partner that you would like to take back now. Has this ever happened to you? I bet it has happened to all of us at some point in our lives, right? And this realization that you would love to take it back or that you would have loved to say it less angrily or less spiteful, this regret, that's an inside observation of the situation. This is you observing yourself in the situation, but you do it after the effect, after it already happened. But you see that you're already doing it. You can already observe yourself. So how cool would it be if you can do it more real time when it actually happens? So you don't even say the words that you know you usually would say and that will make you feel regret afterwards. Catching yourself in these situations and stepping out of them into the role of the observer gives you the ability to reflect to stop this whirlwind of emotions inside of you and for you to say something that later you will regret because that's not really what you wanted to say. By checking in with yourself in that moment and stepping back, as I always say, and looking at the situation from the observer perspectives, you can see what is really happening. You can see and realize that you just got triggered probably in a situation that happened many, many times before and you're just so tired of having it again and again. So use the role of the observer to step out of that situation. It's not easy at the beginning. It will feel clunky and super unnatural with everything new that we learn. It's the same, right? With practice and keep using it in your life, you will get better at it. And at the beginning, you might step into the role of the observer and you might just turn quiet and not say anything anymore. And that might look or feel weird because you're used to reacting and responding, right? So what? Is it not better that you stay quiet and for this one situation to feel a bit weird instead of you just being triggered and just saying again words or behaving in a certain way, responding in a certain way for the thousandth time and just regretting it again later? 
don't worry about the other person or the other people in that situation of how they feel when you might turn quiet and inward. Just stay with yourself. Step into the role of the observer and check in with yourself in that moment. Be with yourself. Look at the thoughts that are coming up in that moment. Feel the emotions that are running up and down your body inside of you. Where can you feel them the most? And be with yourself and observe what happens. Very neutral, no judgment. And in that moment, you already changed something. You already put some distance between that trigger, that situation and yourself. Do you see that? That you already started to change something of that situation? Because next time it happens again, you will see the signs earlier and you can make another choice to think something differently, to feel something differently and to say something differently. I have had quite a few of these situations where I applied this in the heat of the moment, where I stopped myself from reacting in the usual way and I just went inwards. I know I did not say anything anymore and that might have been a bit weird for the people around me. Maybe they just thought, oh, what is up with her? But in that moment, I just didn't care. I cared about myself. So I went inwards and I was with my feelings and I looked at my thoughts and I just let them be without any judgment. In one of the situations, I even took myself to the bathroom and I just stayed there for a couple of minutes until these emotions and the bodily reactions of these emotions just calmed down a little bit. And please don't get me wrong, this is not about ignoring these emotions or to push them down or to deny them. It's the complete opposite. It is about giving them space to get to know them and welcome them because they are a part of you. I was giving these emotions room to be what they are and move through me and giving them the possibility to move even out of me and to transform into something else. The way I faced them, I accepted them and I honored them. And I can tell you that the situations I've been in where I was able to step into the role of the observer and not react and not respond, they never happened again since then. Not like this. Maybe something else happened. I don't know. I'm not yet that observant. But exactly these situations where I was able to step back, be with myself and just let happen what happens, they never happened again. And I found that so amazing. It just took this one time of me not reacting and being with myself and letting these emotions be what they are and the thoughts as well without any judgment. It just took this one time to kind of dissolve that trigger. And so far, it didn't happen again. And for me, I have even that kind of inner feeling and that inner knowing that it probably won't because I changed that energy. I kind of dissolved that trigger inside of me. This exactly shows me how strong 
and how powerful it is for me to be the observer, for me to step into the role of the observer in my life, how important it is now for me. And of course, <laughs> there are situations I forget about doing it. I remember later that it would have been nice to do it in that situation. Hey, we are all learning. This is all a journey and we are getting better and better at it if we apply it. Makes complete sense, right? Okay, I hope I was able to share more with you about the Observer, what it's all about and how you can leverage in your life to make true and lasting change. How cool will that be? I can just tell you from experience, it is so powerful, it is so meaningful and once you start using it and once you have your first little or big wins, you will just be amazed by it and you will want to just keep applying it in your life again and again. It is so amazing. <laughs> so let me know in the comments how you found that episode. Leave me a review. Let me know if you want to find out more about The Observer. I'm happy to talk more about other benefits, how it otherwise helped me in my life. And make sure as well to share this episode with a friend, with a family member who can benefit from this message as well. And with that, I thank you so much for listening and I love you and leave you and I will talk to you soon. Bye bye.